Good afternoon, everybody. This is the seventh installment of What's What with Wyatt Wilkes. I got Andy listening on the podcast today. We're talking about a coronavirus, uh, what's going on in the world. Then later, I got Pat Pat Williams on the uh, on the podcast. We got him on. Uh, just finished his freshman year. Uh, he's a star, sixth man of the year. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Can't wait to get started. Let's do it. Three, two, Andy Liston, welcome back to the podcast. How you doing, buddy? Hi, Wyatt. I'm good. What's oh, you're talking real loud into the mic because pre-show, I was telling you, you stop whispering. I don't know how. You don't know how to talk. I was a trying microphone. to talk like I heard NPR, like NPR does, but uh, but they do yeah. real like this, like oh, like considered. Sarah Koenig, like uh, like Serial, the podcast. But this isn't Serial. This is what's what with Wyatt. Wilkes. What's well with Wyatt Wilkes? We're back. You know it. I know it. <laughs> Wyatt knows it. So, um, for everybody out there, if you don't know, the season is over. Yeah. And it really sucks because uh, I think this was the best chance we had in a long time to uh, win a national championship. Yo, honestly, <laughs> straight up, I am not uh, an athlete of any caliber, but if I was close to anything... As cl- at a national level, ooh, you can't just take that away. What? There's like not what? All right. So reason we got you on, and you don't have to yell into the microphone. You can talk normally. Okay, I'm okay. not sure. So you know, Andy's like, hey, want to talk about some uh, talk about some coronavirus? Talk about what's going well, on? I, just I say, want to talk about how it's affected you most e- of all. Exactly. So I, I said, hey, come on to the podcast. We haven't had time to do one, and I mean, pretty much all season. So we're bringing it back. So you know, and obviously, you work at a restaurant. I do work in a restaurant. How is it? <laughs> how is it affected though? Like, you know, have you noticed an effect? Has there been like less people that have come in? Like, um, what, you know. Well, you know, it's always with a, a restaurant, you got different shifts that have, uh, you know, different frequencies of people. I'm sure any of you industry service workers know that. But, like, really, I mean, we're a small mom-and-pop place. We're a, a staple of the community. We got, we got pretty normal traffic. It's always a good time down over at uh, the place that I work at. I'm not going to plug them. No, no, free, uh, no free clout. But, you know... <laughs> So yeah, we, uh, we have do, a good time. Do you notice people wearing masks like more often, or is we it were, just really? <laughs> Wyatt picked me up from my house <laughs> because I don't. My sister has the car, and we were driving, and we just saw a woman just walking around with a mask, which I guess like in Tallahassee is fine because it's Tallahassee. Like you never coronavirus might already be here. I might already have the coronavirus. I think I might not be able to go. Into, into class today because of how I feel, you know, uh, I just also if you know, if, if people get to stay home and, and we all just have to like chill out, that's is that really that bad? Like, I get it. But like, is it that there's two wars inside of me, the one that wants to stay home all day and then the one that would prefer if sports were going on while I'm inside all day. And unfortunately, those two realities don't exist, which is so hard for me because, you know, I love just, uh, just you know, sitting, you know, at a restaurant or something and I see you on TV and I, I go to a stranger and I go, look at that guy. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's cutting it up. I grew up with him. I'm like, hey, you see that old timer over there? You see that? That lumberjack in shorts? Look at him. That 
tree trunk of a man. That is my friend who has a lot of tattoos that have just <laughs> symbolic meaning that completely I think I don't get. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to move on from that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks, you know. The, yeah, I'm, it's but But terrible. I understand why they did it, you know. You, although it is extremely disappointing, I mean, they, you know, I mean, they had to do what they had to do. If, if people are in a danger, I mean, it's up to leagues and the people that run them and people that are a whole lot smarter than me to, you know, make decisions and, you know, really, you know, keep – people safe because like let me tell you i'd sign a waiver right now that says yeah. you know i'd get <clears throat> if they, they said all right you get to play out the rest of the year and you will 100 percent get coronavirus i'd be like i'll take it well, i'd yeah, sign a i'd would. sign a waiver right now and i i think uh but pretty much everybody like, would if you're like 89 well maybe. yeah well i wouldn't <laughs> be playing college basketball then <laughs> but um yeah i don't know it's just it's just tough it's a tough one it's so and as a fan i imagine oh yeah i mean as a as a sensible person which i gotta admit i am not you know you gotta understand this is really what's best for like the league and this is this is best for everybody we don't want thousands of people from different places hours away all to link up and then be like hey how about at the same time we all just breathe like (laughs) and you could count on three like one two three and on every single breath Everyone, like every single count, everyone would be breathing. So it's like one person got coronavirus, they're going to take 20,000 breaths in an arena. And again, I'm just ballparking. I don't know how much you breathe. <laughs> You're not a mathematician. I'm, I'm not a breathologist. Okay, makes sense. Continue. <laughs> but, but, you know, as a fan, it's just like, ah. Well, come it's on. Not, not just basketball, it's. All sports. It's everything. And I mean, if you like baseball, that's your thing. I, I love playing baseball. But if you like baseball, that's a, a whole nother month you don't get to even see anything. That's just... Well, that's if it gets better. Baseball sometimes is there when no other sport is there. And you just have to... Are like, you are you know what? I'm watching the Rays and the Angels. Whatever. It will pretend AL East versus AL West is a real... Oh, no. But like... Don't, don't go hating on baseball now. No, I love baseball for when it's summer and summer league's over. But... Okay. All right. I'm joking, guys. I'm kidding. He's not. Carl Crawford's my favorite left fielder on the Rays. He doesn't play anymore. That's the last time I kept up with baseball. All right. So it's been a while. (laughs) Evan Longoria. How about him at third base? I mean, what? what Carlos Pena at first. (laughs) All right. All right. You're just naming people you know now. And David Price on the mound. He... Okay, you know what? (laughs) All right. Well, that's embarrassing. Um... you know the the thing the thing that really surprised me was that they canceled soccer. Yeah, I mean that Juventus player got in. He's teammates with Ronaldo, and so that's kind of like you don't want. Oh. See, they had to protect him. They have to. Pre- I okay. mean, all those guys. We don't. I mean, we don't see half of that stuff over there. But like, that is people's livelihoods. That is what they do. They These live. They from, live soccer. They come from small towns that make. You know, they make staplers, and they don't have much to root for. But they, like, they live soccer. That's a fact. They live and they breathe. My roommate uh, for the last couple of years is Scottish, and he's a big Celtic guy. He says over there, it's it's life or death. You don't want to show up to Bar Sixty Seven in uh, Glasgow, and <laughs> that's the only way I know how to say it now. And like you know, not in in, in green and white. You know, you have to. That's their way. Of, and it's just over now. They get nothing. That's, uh, 
It's just terrifying to me. This is the first time that the world has had, like, a thing in a while. Like, all of us have a thing, and we're all like, wait, we all have to do with the thing? And I think it's becoming a little bit more real now. You got, like, Rudy Gobert and, like, Donovan Mitchell. And I don't know if you saw the video. Oh, I did. Um, I Because that's some stuff for, that, like, for, I would have done to you. For, for, for those of you that don't know, um, Rudy Gobert was the first one to get uh, coronavirus in the NBA, and... Uh, he he was not. Let's just say he was not a believer. He was rubbing his hands. He was in the most. And I mean, I love I love the Stifle Tower. I love Rudy Gobert. I love Donovan Mitchell. And I would have been doing the same, joking around tomfoolery. He was Rudy. rubbing microphones. I wouldn't um, have been that extreme, maybe just because maybe I'm more reserved. But like that's. Pretty hilarious, but it, no one you know. thought he had it. No, yeah, it, it yeah, was no. a fluke. You it know, it was a fluke. I think he, he apologized, but like people should not be blaming. I cannot imagine the chemistry in that locker room right now. Uh, people, I, I would be pretty angry because <laughs> he. Oh I, I, I read as well that he was going around touching, uh, you know, people's stuff and all kinds of stuff. Oh well, at that point, you're kind of just like, hey. Yeah. It's a little bit... You're you're like seven feet tall. Like, there's too much of you going around. Like, there's too much of you touching stuff. Like, because if, if he puts his arm on something, think about it. A normal person puts their arm on an armrest. That's like two feet of, of, of coverage on the arm. If he puts his arm on an armrest, that's like a boa constrictor, like, falling down a flight of stairs. You know? Like, that... Like, he's all over that. Like, his fingers are touching the floor. You know, uh, spot on, spot on. <laughs> Stock market so is taking a crash. This, oh my! They infused. Okay, and I cannot 1. emphasize trillion. one point five trillion. Are you kidding? And me? it didn't really make a difference. One point five trillion dollars, all of student debt. Do you know how many times I have had air for dinner in college? And I imagine. Well, I mean, you know how hard it is to be in college, right? Yeah, food. Well, I mean, we get plenty of food. Don't get me wrong, but oh, I, I, you well, know, I, mean, I understand guys, that you know you're you're working you know constantly. And I'm at a restaurant now, so honestly, I cannot complain about the food situation. It's very nice when uh, you know the fries are a little undercooked, and you're just like, hey, mashed potatoes for me. But yeah, I, right now, and, and by no means am I an expert investor. By no means, but. You know, I got a little Robinhood account, you know, here and there. I'm dabbling. Bitcoin trading. You know, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Throw a little bit but, of cryptocurrencies. You know, it, it's just people are people are so frightened by it. And I think, you know, that and that's what's driving, uh, you know, the stock market down. I think that's what's suspending all these leagues and everything. It's, you know, the media is, you know, giving off, you know, this information and really promoting this information about the, the virus, about how deadly it can be and all these different things, which it definitely can, but... I think, you know, it should have been maybe tempered a little bit in some ways. Like we, I think we need to. We, we don't want mass hysteria here, like we've gotten. <laughs> we you know, should have been a little bit more cool as a nation about how we approach. Not not like more relaxed, but we should have maybe maybe all approached it as one. And I think this whole coronavirus has stepped away or, or, or refocused our attention to to health and in real life, and a little bit less on who's supporting who and what's going on and who's fighting where doing what and uh it's kind of brought everybody together a little bit a little bit but it's brought everyone together in the same room and now they have to talk to each other and that you know uh as a 
as a globe right now, we're not really. Uh, I mean, it's it's the uh, you know, people have always made jokes about hey, we need a plague maybe. This is it, guys. This is what you asked for. You know, you get what you got, and this is what we're getting. <laughs> arm again, arm and a leg again, because. This is arm and a leg again, okay? Because the stock market's crashing and old people with health problems, they're losing their arms because of the coronavirus. That is not no, a fact. I think what it is, you, you get the corona and one of your arms falls off. And then if you have it long enough, two of them do. And then if you have enough Endorsed arms... by Andy Liston if, and if no one else. you have enough arms, that, have you heard about the octopus coronavirus? Oh my goodness. Going. Sorry, that was the butler ringing the doorbell because we were getting <laughs> expensive room service from the expensive yeah that was palace place. Yeah, that anyway, was. <laughs> you want to finish up your thought here? I you don't have it anymore, do you? I, oh, you were off on a tangent. It has escaped me like a fox in well, a foxhole. I mean, I think you know. I think in a month or two, you know, it's going to come through, and you know, everyone just needs to be careful and stay safe and. You know, listen to, you know, doctors and listen to people that know what they're talking about. Wash your hands. You know, like what I recently learned that um, wearing a mask just keeps sickness in. doesn't really prevent it from, it's, you know, get, you still, you know. Yeah, it's, and also it doesn't look great. Okay, well, there's the style <laughs> side of it. Um, but, you know, there's just things like that. Um, wearing gloves um, keeps, again, keeps it in, but there's no, I mean, you, the, the disease or the sick, sickness can get on your gloves, yeah. and then if you touch your face, it doesn't, you know, true. it doesn't matter. That's so right. if you're going to wear gloves, if you need to wear gloves for anything, make sure they're disposable latex gloves. Don't wear any with tears or holes. And make sure to always be changing them. Don't be touching, you don't, know. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your, I did a, a face mask the other night for the first time. It was like a charcoal scrub, and it was like you take you took like basically chalk that was put in a meat grinder, and you just rake your face until it starts to bleed, basically. And you are you wash sure it you're off. doing it right? It it hurt, and then you okay. put a and then you put what looks like cream cheese and smells like cucumbers all over your face, and then it hardens and it stings, and you have to wash that off. And then my face was I'm not even joking, just. Skincare is great, is all I'm saying. And if you have not hopped on that wagon, I'm talking to you men especially, uh, men who have not invested in skincare. I'm really so serious. There's nothing like just feeling your face with bad. But back to my original point, even if you do face masks, do not be touching your face, okay? The, don't touch you, your face. You did a great job of explaining that. Shampoo your beard, okay? But don't... Don't put the face mask on your beard, and don't touch your face. If you have contacts, you need to put your face in the contact lens holder and bob for apples with your eye, okay? All right. So we started off uh, on, the, you know, on a generally straight path, and now we're on to uh, cosmetics, uh, face masks, and um, things that aren't approved by doctors. Um, you know... Had Andy on the show. He's always a good time. Uh, coming up next is Pat Williams. Uh, bringing him on here, talk about his freshman year. Uh, get a little bit out of him because he doesn't like to talk very much. Uh, Andy, thanks for coming on, buddy. Always Thank great to have right. you. I appreciate it. Hey, um, see you soon. Oh, oh, 
Should I plug my socials? Plug it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm also, I do stand-up comedy a lot uh, in Tallahassee. If anyone in Tallahassee wants to come by, I'm around town. You can follow my social medias on Twitter at Andy underscore Liston, A-N-D-Y underscore L-I-S-T-O-N. Same thing on Instagram. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been a treat. I always love uh, bouncing ideas off of Wyatt. Thank you, man. All right, have a good man. And we're back with Patrick Williams, sixth man of the year in the ACC, just finished his freshman, se- freshman season. Um, everybody's been asking me to get him on for quite some time. Pat, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here. Pull that mic right up to your mouth. All right, there we go. All right, so how'd it go, man? First season, how you feeling? Man, it was a, it was a tough one. Uh, just for the end, how it did in my first season. Uh, first of all, it, it, was, it was just fun, you know, just, just being in, the, in a college atmosphere. It's a lot different in high school, but uh, for the end, how how it ended, you know, um, with, tough. with yeah, with all the work we put in, it was just just tough. But you know, it had to be done. Yeah, I mean, we I just had uh, Andy on here, one of my friends. Um, we were just talking about you know, just the virus. Uh, we ended up getting you know off on a tirade, but you know, it's how it goes on what's what with Y Wilkes. But um, you know, if we, we can just we started at the end. Let's start at the beginning. Um, where are you from? A little short, short background. Growing up, where'd you go to high school? All that. Uh, I'm from Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I went to West Charlotte High School. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been playing basketball pretty much all my life. Uh, decided to come to Florida State just because you know the 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 atmosphere that you have here, the 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 togetherness that you have, you know, with your teammates and then with the coaching staff and everything. So. Uh, just I, I just tried to, to I mean decided to come on uh, come out here you know on the limb just 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 try to see what it, what it was like and I uh, ended up loving it here. So now the number one question that everyone asks <laughs> you probably and everyone involved with you is the first how do you jump so high and <laughs> the second what sports or what did his parents do? <clears throat> so can you answer those two questions? Well, how do I jump so high? I really have no clue. I didn't always jump this high. I think I just started jumping high about uh, sophomore year in high school. But before that, it was just. Before that, it was. It, I mean, it was kind of just uh, you know just regular bounce. But uh, my both my parents play basketball, so I guess that kind of helps. Um, Did your parents play in college? Yeah, they played at uh, John C. Smith. It's it's a local uh, D two school in, okay. in in Charlotte. So. All right. Well, I mean, golly. I can honestly say, you. I don't know if I've ever seen you jump as hard as you can. <laughs> it's either it's either that or you make it look so easy. It looks like you haven't ever jumped as hard as you can. But I'm pretty sure you still got another level. <sighs> and so, what's the what's the biggest difference between high school and in uh, college? You know, because I, I feel like I I used to know, but. I've been in college so long, I kind of start forgetting. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, just the pace and then the physicality of it. You know, coming from high school, college is way, way faster. Uh, you have to learn how to how to kind of slow the game down uh, mentally first, and then, then you can kind of you know make the make the reads and plays that you usually made, made you know made in high school. And then um, the physicality of it. You know, everybody here is bigger, stronger, quicker, faster. So uh, just the physicality, like. For example, if you go to high, if, if 
in high school, you know, if, if you make a good move, you go into the basket, you're not getting bumped. You, if, mm-hmm. if you get by them, you, you, you get straight to the rim. You get straight to the rim, yeah, You can yeah. dunk it. But in college, you know, you, you get by them, then you got a white move, then you got a must, then you got to get a bump at the rim. People stay in the play so much longer. Yeah. You know, it's always, you know, just like we do. I mean, we escort people to the rim. We don't allow them just to, you know, get in there. Even if they get past you, it's, you know, we're struggling so hard to get back into the play. Right. And I feel like, you know, in high school – you can just like rip and go, and then yeah. you got to dunk. Yeah, you know, and of course the <clears throat> less helps ID. The court's a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. you know, which you can get there quicker. But um, there, there, a you got guys that are really good defenders, especially in the ACC, really fantastic defenders, and then great team defenses where they're they're the rotations and the help are yeah are really really fast yeah. and well executed. I, I feel like one of the one of the hard things for me was like passing wise. It was on time, on target, and, like, when, like, when, when to pass, like, to get the rotation to rotate how you want. Because yeah. it's no longer, like, you're rarely going to, like, go get a bucket. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you got to, it's like, okay, I'm driving here. How are they going to rotate? Where can I pass? And th- the things like that, which is right. so difficult. Did you enjoy it? You enjoy the, the year? Did I you did. have fun? I definitely did. I definitely Had some did. ups and downs? Yeah. Well, a lot of ups and downs. Computer but. going off again. <laughs> A lot of ups and downs, but you know the season was overall fun. Uh, just just to be able to you know learn from everybody on the team really, and just just see us you know come together you know in May and June just be complete strangers. And you know towards the end of the season we just well really in the beginning of the season uh, we we just came together and just became brothers. And just the, just the evolution of the team really throughout the whole season was just amazing to watch, amazing to be a part of. This was one of the most cohesive and just incredibly well-bonded teams I've ever been on. And I say that every year, but I really mean it this year. Yeah. I mean, it was nuts. Uh, we, and, and that, I think that's what made the end so disappointing. Yeah. Was that we put in more work than I think any team ever has ever. Definitely. I mean, we had just meetings. We had, you know, call-out sessions. We had so much extra film. We had extra practices. We did extra things in the summer. Um, and we were just so ready. I think we were so ready to win it that when they called it off, it was just, you know, it was pretty devastating a little bit. But, you know, I understand it. You know, it makes sense. Right. You know, it's up to the, you know, ACC and other leagues and the NCAA to protect, you know, us. Because, yeah. I mean, I was telling Andy, I was like, if somebody said, <clears throat> you're going to, like, you're positively going to get coronavirus, <laughs> but <laughs> you get to play through the end of uh, the year, like, I, through the year out, I'd sign it. Yeah. I'd, I'd literally sign it just because, like, I know, um, you know, I know what we could have accomplished. I think, you know, that that really sucks. Yeah. Um, so you, your mother's a florist? Yeah, she owns a flower shop in, uh, in Charlotte. So I think, I think I've actually heard this story a couple of times, but you delivered flowers when you were a kid? Yeah, so, <clears throat> so she has kind of like, like two parts of the, uh, of the shop, so. Uh, one part of the shop is, is just kind of running the computer, you know, looking at looking at all the orders, where they're going, things like that. And then, and then the other part is, is, is actually delivering the flowers. And uh, when I was younger, she she's had the shop for going on 13 years now. So when I was younger and I didn't have my license yet, I would always be on the computer, you know, looking at looking at orders and things like that, telling her, okay, you have an order going here um, at this time. And then uh, when I got my license, I kind of got to the fun part, which is delivering. You know, you get you, you get to see you know people faces that had their face just lights up their whole day just lights up when they when they see flowers at, at their doorstep. So uh, I had fun with that. That was the best part of my day. 
Oh, you're too nice of a guy, Pat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The girls must just be climbing all over you, huh? <laughs> you sound like Coach Ham right now. Dude, was, uh, who'd you play AAU for? Uh, Team United. Team United. Team United? Oh, okay. I, I, I think I, I think I know. I think, uh, do you know um, David uh, Karahara? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's my boy. We went to Elite 100 camp together. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he plays at St. John's. But um, talk about a shooter, God. <laughs> um, but do you think? Uh, do you do you think you know there's gonna be a Im- big impact? Because you know they um, stopped the AAU circuit. Yeah, I saw that. I just. I mean, I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. That that's obviously again they they had to, but that's really tough because I mean this is like prime time to start recruiting. You know, yeah. once the season's over and. I mean, I, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have AAU that last year. Right. You know, it, it really helped me. Um, were you were you always highly recruited through high school, or was it kind of an early thing, late thing? Like, you know, how did it work? How did it happen for you? It was kind of a late thing, like you were saying, kind of that kind of that uh, last um, AAU, you know, uh, summer. Uh, that's that's kind of when my when my recruiting started started to pick up. But before I was getting like you know low major and mid major, but then that last summer I I, I kind of started getting. You know, um, high majors and, and, and things like that, but uh, definitely taking away that that last. I mean, the summer for, who taking away AAU this summer? Yeah, it, it, that's yeah. hard. Yeah, it is. I I think, and it is tough because there's no other like real way to go see players if yeah. you're a college coach. Like, it's not like uh, you know you can. Oh, okay, summer's gone. We can go watch them in high school. Like for if you're you know going into your senior year, I mean that's one of the biggest, the biggest chances you got. Yeah. And that, you know it's really tough. What is one thing that you would uh, that you would tell, let's say like um, new new freshmen that are coming in? What, what's one mm-hmm. thing that you would tell like <clears throat> whoa, how? What's one thing you know you gotta you gotta know when you're playing for Coach Ham? Um, one thing you have to know playing for Coach Ham defense. Coach Ham will let you take any shot. He will let you do anything offensive on the offensive end. As long as when you come down on the defensive end, you're talking, you're communicating, you're at the line on the line, and you're in your, you know, engaging the defense. Because he knows that at the end of the day, we're we're going to score points here at Florida State. We have so many good players, so many, you know, talented people offensively that, you know, we're we're, we're going to score. That's not the problem. But you know, defensively is, is where we kind of hang our hat on. And if you want to come here to Florida State, you gotta you you have to play defense. It's 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 not a not what was the thing. hardest part about the defense to learn for you? You know, during the <clears> summer, you know, stuff like that. Like, what was the, what was one thing that was really tough to learn? Um, well, the, the first part was 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 just you know communicating in high school. That's kinda, always the hardest part because yeah. you you think you're talking in high school, but <laughs> you don't realize how much you actually have to say in college. Right, right. So yeah, that was definitely the the, the toughest part because you kind of in the beginning you kind of like okay you're starting you're starting to get the the movements, okay, like balls over here. I'm supposed to be here, but then you have to you have to say what you're doing, and then it kind of, man. I I just think a lot of people don't realize how many different things, like how many different situations you have to be ready for. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people that don't, you know, that aren't in a, a program that are uh, fans. You know, you know, we're having full conversations yeah, on the court, yeah. and it's and we're talking. A lot of it's yelling, but it's still, you know, we're we're talking things out as the play goes on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, you might have to know. I mean, for you know, the game that we didn't play for Clemson, we knew. I mean, what was it? 
like eight different sets just right off the top of our heads, yeah. right? Like, you know, and, uh, and then we knew, you know, a lot of their different actions and stuff like that. And we're talking about it during the play. And I think that's definitely one thing that's tough. You know, I might, if, if we're weak side and you're staying high and they're mm-hmm. setting a flare screen, I got to tell you to stay up. Yeah. I got to get up on the wing, but I'm still in help side. So I'm yeah. saying, okay, I'm, I'm still in help. Like you got my crack down. And that, that's just, ha- like, that's five seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think definitely that, I think that's one of the, probably the hardest things for all, all freshmen. I think another thing, I think one thing that you got a whole lot better, you know, better at was, uh, just being like a killer, you know, yeah. like having that confidence in yourself. Yeah. Like the difference between when you first got here and now is unbelievable. Just, and it's not just like about scoring. It's about everything. Like you impose yourself a lot better. And you know, you're probably older, more mature, you you know, more comfortable. But like, I remember at the beginning, you know, beginning of the year and Anyone out there, go ahead and DM Pat right now and ask him, how many times has Wyatt Wilkes been wrong <laughs> during a game? And he'll tell you, zero. <laughs> I'm always right when I give him some advice during the game. So at the beginning of the year, I said, Pat, it's first game, playing, playing Pitt. I'm like, Pat, ball is going to come off. You got to go get it, put it back up, and win. <laughs> it's going to come off that right side. He's like, all right, ball, we shoot it. Ball oh, comes comes goodness. off the right side. Pat gets the rebound, puts it back up. It's a little late. He goes, "Hey, I got you. I got you." Now, see, r- rookie first game. He just should have just tipped it in. Yeah, it's okay though. Nervous, nervous. but uh, oh, what game was it? What game was it? When I, when I said, uh, I told you, I told you to go get a rebound. I told you where it was gonna go. I forgot. Uh, was it North Carolina? Uh, it might have been North Carolina. Anyway, I was like, Pat. Ball is gonna come off left side. He's here's he's gonna take this shot. Blah blah blah. He's like, I'm like, don't come down, just tip it. He's like, got you. Pat just elbows the crap out of a guy, <laughs> sends him across the lane, does his little you know floating act, which everybody loves and knows so well. Tips the ball in, we go up, uh, big deal. Yeah, everyone can thank me for that. <laughs> me, I'm 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 the one telling Pat Pat Williams what's what's going on. No coaches. That's true. He needs to take me to the league with him. That is definitely true. Yeah, during the draft, I'm going to be up there. I'm going to go up there with him, take a picture with uh, um, with Adam Silver. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a beautiful moment. No, no, but I really, I really am proud of you. Uh, and I was joking, by the way. Obviously, uh, I know one four hundredth of what what Coach Ham and the other coaches know. I was just joking around, but um, I really am proud of you because just to see the you know the progression. You know, it's incredible. When you first got here, I mean, boy, you were you were naive as all get out. <laughs> oh man, I used to kill him in pickup, y'all. Yeah, you did. I used to kill him. Ooh, <laughs> it's all right though. Every, I, trust me, I got. I used to get killed by Terrence. You you wouldn't even believe what he used to get me with. <laughs> you wouldn't even believe it. I'd be running. I'm fast break. I think, dang, yeah, I'm about to get a dunk. All of a sudden, like I'm, I'm running real hard. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, it's because he's holding my waistband, and I didn't even realize <laughs> it. He's a, he, I'd get a fast break. He'd just start holding my waistband, but wouldn't let go real hard. He'd run up beside me and let it go, so I wouldn't even notice. Oh, stuff my like goodness. that. Oh yeah, we he used to do all kinds of stuff, <laughs> and uh, 
and I, I used to, you know, I used to be like, T, T what? Come on, why, why are you, why, why are you doing? This? Hold me, trying to come off a screen, you know, put his feet, you know, all the stuff, stuff that I told you, yeah. you know, like put, you know, put your feet between, you know, somebody's feet so they can't get started when they're cutting, you know, mm-hmm. or you know, bump them with your hips, stuff like that. I'd be like, T, why are you doing that? And he'd be like, He'll thank me. <laughs> He'll thank me. Don't worry about it. Don't just right now, like you know, don't don't worry about it right now. And I mean, I did. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Terrence. <laughs> did a great job. Do you, uh, do you want to say anything to the fans? I'm trying to just keep this real short. Um, you know, just get a quick one out. Obviously, you know, we got things to do. You're extremely busy. You have, what, six phones now? Um, I mean, just, just constantly getting calls. I'm pretty sure the mayor is going to give him a call at some point, ask him to come to dinner, something like that. I don't know. But uh, you got anything to say, like, you know, just after your first year and freshman season, you know, give me a wrap-up. Um, freshman season, it was definitely a good one. You know, um, a year for growth. You know, I feel like not not only me, but the whole team has just grown tremendously throughout the season. And I feel like that's going to, you know, carry carry on to next season, you know. Um, and then uh, I, I think that – a part of that growth was just, you know, people uh, constantly being on me, you know, whether it be the coaches, you know, coming in, you realize that, you know, the coaches, you know, have, have so much knowledge, have so much experience, and you just have to kind of rely on them um, with their with their expertise to kind of to kind of help you through tough situations. But uh, not only them, but also your teammates, you know, your teammates who, who've been here, you got you got to rely on them to kind of um, uh, let you know things, you know, through, through the through the player's perspective. Like why I was talking about, you know, he when I first got here, he was telling me, you know, so much things offensively and defensively. Just 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 little tricks, you know, little little next little tricks, just to just to make you more uh, efficient as a player. Um, and then you know, the rest of your teammates, you know, they they've they've been here, so you know, uh, you have to you have to go to them, you have to have meetings with them, just as much as the coaches, uh, just asking questions, picking their brains on on. On what they've been through, you know what they know about the game, what they, uh, what they've experienced. So, uh, I mean, when you have people in your life who who who've done what you want to do, you know, you, you have to you have to stay around them and and kind of uh, ask questions, ask a lot of questions, really, uh, especially with especially with, with with our coaching staff and with our you know uh, player group. Asking questions was just huge and for 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 this year for me. Well, I mean. I had a lot of fun with you, man. It, this is a great year. And, um, you know, I I don't think that ever stops, you know, because I, I spent a whole lot of time this year asking, you know, Trent plenty of questions, yeah. things that things that he knows that I don't know. And <clears throat> I think that's what makes us so good is that we're so open to each other, you know, as a, as teammates. Yeah. That, like, just because I may be older, if you come up to me and say, hey, you, you messed up, you didn't crack down, you didn't have that backside help, whatever it was, I like I wouldn't, you know, get back like I wouldn't go right. back at you I'd be like, all right and I think you know that's what makes it so great yeah. and uh you know it sucks that we didn't get to finish out the year and you know really prove people you know prove to people what we what we can do but yeah you know it is what it is and um you know I'm just glad we're all safe and you know we I mean we had a great year we can't, definitely did. can't be too upset I mean didn't lose at home we didn't hey, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about baby regular season championship yeah I mean uh. I'm, I'm not going to count the ACC yeah, I'm not, I'm not counting it. it. I think uh, I, I wasn't very happy that they gave us that. Yeah. I thought that it should just be nullified in the books, but yeah. it's all right. But, uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Um, really enjoyed playing with you this year, and uh, you know, wish you the best going forward. Uh, hopefully he'll come back. But if he doesn't, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, thanks, man. Have a good one. Appreciate it. 
All right, everybody. That was What's What with Wyatt Wilkes. Uh, we just had Pat and Andy on. Um, this was a little bit of a, you know, just a fun episode. Um, wasn't anything too serious. Well, we didn't really have very much written down. We were just kind of going off the top of the head and just trying to get some content out there for you guys. Uh, I know it's been forever. Um, just, you know, the season was so hectic and, you know, everybody had to make sacrifices, you know, for what we wanted to do. And, you know, one of mine was, unfortunately, this podcast. And, um, now the season's over, in um, unfortunate events, uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm bringing it back. So, you know, for all the people that have been asking for so long, uh, here it is. And, uh, you know, I'll have some, you know, coming out shortly. Uh, it should be fun, you know. Um, uh, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, have a good one.